That was probably one of my favorites from the start, just because it's... Oh, my God. <laughs> how did you do that? I didn't do it! Oh, I witched it. That's how good the song is. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 158, the Marie Curie Middle School episode. This week, very happy to have returning Crave Amico. Crave Amico are a rock pop band from Asheville, North Carolina. And their members are as follows, Steph Barcelona on vocals, Nestor Terran on guitar and keys, Jonathan Harwood drums, Sam Barker on bass, and Robert Walsh on guitar, voice, and keys. I'm sure that I mispronounced one of those names, probably Sam. Anyway, you can hear them playing all around Western North Carolina and other places too. And they have recorded uh, one album, one full album, and they are just finishing up recording their second album. So make sure to look for that. Follow them on social media and at CraveAmico.com so you get uh, announcements and notifications when that comes out. Uh, they sent me a preview of one of the songs, and it is uh, honestly fantastic. I wouldn't even tell you if it wasn't. I would just not mention it and say, oh, I forgot to say. But fortunately, that's not the case, so really looking forward to that album coming out. But in the meantime, we've got a few selections from their most recent recordings on this episode and just had a lot of fun talking to them. I think this is my last um, last live interview before we started doing all Zoom interviews, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Once again, don't forget to check them out at CraveAmico.com. Here are Crave Amico. Oh, come crashing 
gazed up into the sun with nothing on her mind no just the warning sign doesn't make a lot of sense that when the hardest part commenced now she never looked away now she never looked away in the middle of the lawn faced up into the sun she Persevering, you it know, is deeper material, much deeper material, uh, challenges, but it's a fun song. Yeah, or what was our and video it sounds idea for that? It it's like, about a woman who burns her husband in her bed after years of abuse. <laughs> so and, everything and, I just said. Yeah, and the well, no, no, it is no, no, it, it, no, nothing you said was wrong. It's just the video, like the content yeah. is this woman like finally stands up for herself, drugs the shit out of her husband, and sets the house on fire. And that was the, that's what the video was going to be, too. It was like, it opens up with her on the ground, super close up, and as it pulls away throughout the course of the song, you see the house on fire and the firemen running in to get her off the lawn, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, she's like, she had enough, and she fuck, she just decided to take care of it. And this is someone you know? It, 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 it could be... I mean, it's... Mm. It's based on real-life events. Someone yeah. he knows in his head. Oh, okay. Is it fair or false because she was in a movie <laughs> about that, The Burning Bed. No. You're right. Ah. You guys are too young. You never you'd heard that movie? You'd be surprised. The Burning Bed? I have no idea. No. <laughs> I've heard uh, of that movie. What is some music, it's for everybody, mm-hmm. one at a time, what's some music that you used, used to listen to you're not much into anymore? Limp Bizkit. Yeah? Oh. Although I still, I still, don't get me wrong, okay. to the death, but I do not day-to-day listen to Limp Bizkit the way I used to 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Okay, I've got 20, 22 okay. years ago. Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. Had the CD, mm-hmm. played it on repeat. Yep. Back in the OO. We're emo kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, guys, these guys are like punk and and and, and uh, jazz I'm and stuff. I'm all over the place, but I, I don't know there's anything that I used Story to. Story of the Year. Because I still yes. listen to things. Lots I of still emo listen to everything. Yeah, dashboard, but I'm still into them. Dashboard What about when you were... 12 years old, what were you listening to? Oh, Boys to Men. I was in a Pearl Jam and Nirvana and uh, mm-hmm. Soundgarden, and, and I still do. Still stand the test of Pink time. Floyd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, still listening to all that. Uh, I don't know. No, I was, see, no, yeah, well, what were you when listening When I was 12 years old, I was listening to Kiss. How about Collective Soul? Are we about the same age? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, was, who was also my first 53. concert, part of one of my yeah, first yeah, concerts, right. so... 
Uh, what's some What's some music you like that people might not expect, based on what you just said that you were into or used to be into? Most Def. Most Def. Cardi B. New Order. I mean, I'm a. I real. I love. It's uh, <laughs> quite a departure. It is. <laughs> Get out of here. What, Joy Division? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, dude, these are well, all... there's Joy Division. Dude, Wugs, Joy Division Wug Scump. Duran Duran. Um, Duran Duran. I still love Duran Duran. Uh, Apex Twin. Uh, Pet Shop Boys. Mm. Yeah, Skinny Puppy. I mean, there were a lot of, like, early Nine Inch Nails. The I way I got of, into I looping and sampling was, like, mm. just copying these other bands that were just literally walking around their cities with, you know, the precursor to your Zoom recorder, just mm. recording everything, you know, and then making, and then looping that stuff. Yeah. I was huge. I was huge into that. Um, Robbie is kind of encyclopedic about music too. I mean, he I'm shocked almost daily at. He's like, oh yeah, I love so and so. I'm like, really? Like, oh yeah, I used to listen to them. Like, he's listened to everything that I can think of. That's me as well. It's true. I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. I mean, genre-wise, he's like all over the. Oh, place. I love. Yeah, no, I'm the worst person to drive with on a road trip mm. because I have ADD when it comes to music. So I only get about three quarters of a way through a song. Yeah. Right. No matter how badass the song is, like the best Queen songs, it's the last two minutes that are the best, and I skip over that because if I want to listen to Bach and then Cannibal Corpse and then some of the Roots and then finish that off with a little Tony Braxton mixed in with some Nine Inch Nails. You know what I mean? Like, He's not exaggerating. Yeah, no, I'm not at all. My, they call him Skip Limit Robbie. <laughs> yeah, and right. you just summed up the Crave Amico sound. Yeah. yeah, totally. I guess the totally. The strings, yeah. the hip-hop, the, the heavy, the, 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 the soulful You should vocals. ask about collective bands uh, that we like. Okay. Well, um, do you want to ask that? One of you guys. What are some bands that we all like? Me and Nestor are huge Radiohead fans. Yes. I don't know if everybody else is. Everybody else appreciates it. I'm not. Yeah. No, I love, I think Radiohead's great, (laughs) but I'm just not. Yeah, these guys are, yeah, fans. Super fans. Fans. Our drummer is too. Uh, Massive Attack is another one. Mm -hmm. Thievery Corporation. We, We as a group, I feel, really dig the trip hop trip hop movement of the late 90s the mid mid 90s to early 2000s mm-hmm. um yeah all of that yeah, i mean we cover some rabbit in the moon i mean there's even like a like i mean there's just a lot of things that as far as the band's influences when it comes to the songwriting that gets brought to the group it is everything you know if you couldn't be in a band if you couldn't be in crave amico mm-hmm. am i saying that right yeah, <laughs> you're gonna um, keep doing that. <laughs> Crave amigo. Crave um, amigo. Crave amigo. I'm gonna do my Rico suave. Oh yeah. Crave amigo. Chabela. Um. Anyway. Um. Cut all that out. Um. If you couldn't be in Crave amigo, what band would you like to be in? Anywhere. Grateful Dead cover band. Oh, a cover, lying. you could have just said the Grateful Dead. That's yeah. jokes. <laughs> That's jokes. <laughs> to be fair, the Grateful Dead cover bands are making way more money than the Grateful Dead ever did. So <laughs> That's the way to do it. Honestly, I would either be in a... God, man, it'd be hard to be in something other than Pink Floyd. But, like, do I get to pick the time we'll period? See, right, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, dude, part, yeah. I, I would always say yeah. Pink Floyd, but at the, pro- at the same time, I haven't done anything in, like, 20 years. So. <laughs> Just like Pink Floyd, you can well, resurrect. They've, been, so they've like, been bickering, so you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. 
I like psychedelic stuff like that. That's... I mean, I would, I would definitely say Pink Floyd or Radiohead easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Oh, to be like a fly on the wall during the In Rainbow recording sessions? Just to be mm-hmm. in the band. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Become a member. Well, no, that's a step up from being a fly on the wall. You know, I'm just saying, just to be a fly on the wall, that would be awesome oh, to yeah, see yeah. that. Oh, what are the steps? There's fly on the wall. There's, mm-hmm. there's uh, let's see. Cream in your coffee. Cream in your coffee. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few steps before there's, you're the bass player. Uh, there's a skip in my step. I'd like to be the skip in the step of John Lennon. That's right. Honestly, I think it would be fun to be in the Flaming Lips. Oh, yeah. That'd be super fun. Yeah. Yeah. You get to dance with all those stuff for sure. Animals. Come yeah. on. And the bubbles, the bubble concert. Oh, was yeah, that guy absolutely. Wayne Coyne? Wayne Coyne. Uh, yeah. I actually had a, I wanted to do that for so long. I uh-huh. wanted to be a member of that band before they became cool. big again in the yeah. 2000s. I was, a, I was a fan since I was like 14. So, oh, nice. And I've seen them live and I was just like, man. That was yeah. the guitarist so in their band. And they're they Vaseline, right? Their band. Yeah, Vaseline. That was the Once. song, yeah. yeah. In between Once. Nirvana and Silverchair and Black Hole Sun on MTV, down, between down, 1 and 4.30 in the morning, down, 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 down. every seventh song That's was Vaseline. That definitely captured yeah. me, and I've been a fan since. Yeah, and totally. I bought their first album from, like, 86. Well, I love it's a reverent nod to grunge yeah. while still being clearly, like, indie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew those guys were it, the way that song sounds compared to everything else on the album. It's just oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, these guys are, are almost go, like they're going to play. Yeah. yeah, now yeah. yeah. Well, then they so got it's in, awesome. Then they got into Apex Twin and they got a little. Yeah. Well, so. Yoshimi kind of put them over the edge. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. Did Main you say who you would be? Oh yeah, you said Flaming Lips. You got the whole Flaming Lips thing started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's all her fault. Get me excited. <laughs> so where where all the songs aim at some kind of fusion, you know, but that bass is an 808 kick. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I'm not hiding that or behind filters or whatever. I want that to be that boom, boom, boom of an 808 under that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, but I think out of all of them, that was probably the the, the weakest fusion that we made because it was just a honky tonk song with an 808 kick in it. So it doesn't really count as fusion, I guess. It's but super happy though. Yeah. It always reminded me of like plain white tees or something like that. Yeah. It's just got sure. that kind of do to do vibe. But it's also sad, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. The words are sad. It's also really yeah. fun to play. Though. The words are definitely sad. Mm-hmm. What is it about? That uh, makes it fun to play? I have a smile shiny what soul that song? hides oh. the pain I feel inside. If I can't live without you. I can't live without you, but if I was a better man, I would try. Yeah. No, it's about just... I like that syntax. It's about fighting. Yeah. Fighting, yeah. you know, yeah. relationships. But you wouldn't know it if you weren't really listening to those lyrics. No. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes you want to dance. Mm-hmm. Don't go to sleep angry. There is an echo taking place. There is an answer drawing near. I should have known about it. I should have seen it on your face. They say a storm is on its way. Teardrops in your eyes I should have known about it I should have helped you feel alright
let's talk about those impressions. Who's got some impressions? Cannot do any better. So is that? Uh, so we weren't sure what you were. We we thought you meant like. You could have asked. What are your impressions about Beth Gibbons from Portishead? Or do you think Shirley Manson from Garbage? Is, I saw you, somebody else really? do Okay. Impression. Well then she's. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not doing one. I can do Pitbull. You know what You can do yeah, Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. I'm not doing one. I can do Pitbull. You know I won't. That's terrible. No, that was good. Going in. I know you won't. No, I want to. I want to hear Nestor's Pitbull. You know, I, I, can't, I can't. Oh my god, I didn't video any I was of this. kidding. Looking back on the memory of the dance we shared beneath the stars above <laughs> for a moment all the world was right. Is that what Garth Brooks sounds like? <laughs> That's what he sounds like to me. <laughs> All I know is ever say That's goodbye. And <laughs> now, there's one where there's like a fire. Yeah. There's a video. There's a fire, and there's like Special Olympics, maybe. Oh God. With kids running around a track. Sure. Yeah. And he catches on fire. Maybe. Yeah, it sounds In like it. Memory. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh. I might have been doing, doing a little acid. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's why you put your hand like this. <laughs> yeah. Don't want the mic to hear it. Right, Nestor, do you have anybody? Oh boy. You have to do your pitbull. You gotta I'm have a pitbull. I get pitbull. I don't even know pitbull that well. <laughs> I just Eddie Vedder. I'm from Eddie Vedder. Been there, done that. Uh, well, it's breaking the yeah, rules, but I'm, I'm like, from the 305, well, really and I don't know Mr. Oh, just 305. Well, oh, everybody does. Every, oh, because they can do the. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, let's see. She sounds like Beth Gibbons. Oh. She yeah. actually sounds like the singer from Portishead. Sing a little for a Steph. Sour times. Can you do a Crave Amico, Crave Amico song as Beth Gibbons? I can. In fact, we do. Let's hear it. I'm so tired of playing, playing with this bow and arrow. Gonna give my heart away, leave it to the other girl. To play, we should cover that song. We should cover we that should. song. That was good. We should By get the, way, like that's, the burlesque troupe to do That's on our new album. It. Oh, okay. We did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't sound like it when you listen back to it, don't put it on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put effects and stuff on it. Yeah. More from Crave Amico in just a few moments. I want to remind you to check out their website craveamico.com also look for them on spotify and all the streaming services uh, most importantly go to their Bandcamp site and actually buy their music that's the, really the best way to enjoy it also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast just search wnc original music wherever you get your podcast or google wnc original music ask people about wnc original music or just go to wncoriginalmusic.com on your internet box Hi, this is Abby. And this is Peter. And we're Day and Dream. Thanks for listening to WNC Original Music. Clarifications and corrections from last week's episode with Gold Light. Uh, frankincense is kind of a perfumed resin, uh, common in you know the old days and, of course, in the Bible. And Frankenstein was a doctor who built a monster, and uh, he was also known to wear perfume. So we were both right. Questions do you have for each other? We've already asked some. And you stole my questions. Mm. Yes. Uh-oh. Oh God, here we go. Uh-oh. He sounds like he's ready for yeah, this. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, say, he's been practicing this in the mirror for days now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. for days and days and days. Days and days and days. <laughs> uh, how does that baseline go again? No. Is that the question? No, this is good. Oh, what are no? This is good. What are? I have a question. I have okay. a question. Right. Where did you learn to sing? Oh. Um, Ooh. I learned to sing by making mixtapes off the radio and um, doing impressions. Had no formal training. I've had no sing. formal training. Though. Son of a bitch. No, I I took chorus in middle school, sure. <laughs> and I would just listen to the radio and try to sing like. So you know, what you're saying, when you say you have any formal training, you're saying your course teachers were idiots. Actually, rightness is so and so. Yeah, they do sound like a bunch of. I think that's one thing we definitely all have in common is we're all just pretty much self-taught musicians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all around. Yeah. Don't anybody really have any real formal training? I learned in Catholic school how to play the guitar. Really. Yeah, the nuns would whack you on the wrist if you played a bad chord. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. Coral, it's so funny, I think of group. a Simon and Garfunkel backing track to that scene. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a B minor 7, Joseph! B minor 7! No, it was You're holding your guitar wrong. I'm not kidding, it was Wrists really like out. that. Wow. That's what, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you play That's the, you know, you didn't hit the 7th note, and they make you turn your wrist over and whack with a ruler. What would Jesus wow. do? Augmented. Beat children with a ruler. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's exactly what they do at Asheville Music School. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I mean, it'll cost some money for me not to delete that. Off the well, now you know how to get them back in place, Robbie. If you mess with the you got to get yourself an extra long I'm going to have a whole drum bag full of just specialty rulers. Get a yardstick. I'll have fucking flashbacks, man. Did the nuns call you anything in particular? Like, did they just call you by first name, or did they have, like, master? Well, Dirty was, spawn. In my school, there, was, uh, there were three Josephs, and mm. uh, so one of us, they, they arbitrarily decided one of us was Joe, one was Joey, and that was me. I was Joey. Joey. There you go. Just call him Joey. And then mm-hmm. Joseph. Oh, Joey. Oh, if, you see oh if, we, if we do the full name, but at this time it's Joey instead, I get it. Yeah. And, right. and if you got a dark broom closet, that would be a, you know, that would help. Mm. To, uh, trauma. This like a Childhood video I saw trauma. on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It ended very differently than. <laughs> to end on a dark <laughs> note. <laughs> Let me just stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>
Dancing in the Rain is super fun. It's just like a party song. It's, it's, it's been the dedicated closer for the last six months or so. Mm, it's our hype song. Are you out or into? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Robbie? Do tell. Indica sativa endocrine gland. Is, is, a, <laughs> is a kind of cannabis. Not to be confused with the... Wait, can I say this stuff? Well, tell me what you're gonna say, and then I'll tell you. you can say. <laughs> it, the song, the line in the song is "Are you out or indo?" And yeah, so what you the, can say whatever you want. So it's like a double entendre on "Are you out or in?" Oh, okay. but usually like "Are you out or indo?" Uh, yeah. But and earlier, "indo" itself is Indochina, yeah. which means. And for people listening, he just blew me a kiss. Are you so out or indoor? No, don't you? No, it's yeah. no, you don't say it at all. Oh, okay, I thought you say indoor. At no, the reason I think you think that is because the original concept for the 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 video was a bunch of like cat puppets. You know, or like just I don't like remember. Muppets. Yeah, so the songs the songs got that four on the floor beat, you know, and so okay. just a, so the whole song was just gonna be a bunch of us, like you know, water on the drums and people hitting it and the water going everywhere, and then oh, see, yeah, little puppets that. just bouncing around yeah. everywhere. Anyway, can we do that still? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah totally we still do that. I think we should. I think we should. You said that like it was video ideas. Um, Politically incorrect to have puppets. Is that? Are we gonna get canceled if we do that? Like cat puppets. I mean, in this environment. What if the cat puppets are high though? Because that's. Oh. Can we see that? Yeah. Endo. Are you out of Endo? That's Peter funny. Jackson's done. It's it. legal in some P- states. Well, if Peter Jackson did it, then we can I do mean, it can everywhere. See, it's not. It's, in nowhere is it illegal to talk about it. Right. No, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. This is all fiction. I mean, all these songs yeah, are fiction, right? Exactly. Yeah. Giving you hope 
like a freight train, like a new day coming, like a big wave. Gotta keep running from. I can't help you. It was not my fault. Like the sun ray, I'm gonna keep shining on a dark day, like an angel in paradise.
Yes, I'm a sinner The Lord knows I'm thinner And nobody wins a war There's hate and there's anger Directed at strangers But nobody knows what for You have the life you do Because you gave it all you got You never said I quit And man, that really says a lot If I can be more than a So yeah, so there is an album coming out um, towards the end of the summer, early fall, um, called Humankind. 2021. 2021. And uh, check your Spotify and your Apple. Um, pre-save it. Pre-save it, exactly. Make your hand yeah. gestures closer to the microphone so they really Yeah, come so through. they really, yeah. they don't want to get confused. Yeah. You were at it. It's unilateral. So, so. It's not going to catch it. Anymore. The The album itself is... Okay, so in order to understand it, you'd have to... Okay, so the the band started... It was me for 20... 48 hours, it was just me. And then it became me and Steph. And that was the band, right? Mm. So everything that was written after that point was was written with Steph in mind as the singer, knowing what how she could sing, and then knowing what... And so, um, you know, there's seven, al- seven songs on the first album, but there were more than that prepared for it and instead of putting the extra leftover songs on the second album we almost kind of started from scratch or i almost started from scratch as writing the songs understanding now that this is this is the makeup of 
what we're going to sound like. Right. And then we got Nestor in um, over the summer of 2019, um, uh, culminating in our first show August 3rd or 2nd. Yeah, at uh, Pulp uh, underneath the Orange Peel. And debuted all of the first album because that was already done, plus all of the extra songs off the first album that didn't make it. And those songs aren't going on the second album. Um, what we now have is this unit of lead guitar, vocals, uh, rhythm guitar, and piano, and songwriting that encompasses like the ability of these people. Uh, uh, these people, the the each new each new person that comes into the band, <laughs> you know, um, I hate to say it because it makes it self centric, but it's like uh, it's like painting, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, green, like that's a new color, you know, like oh wow, oh wow, blue, now I have red, green, and blue, you know, and then it's like oh, fuck yeah, purple. You know, you know what I mean. So each time that we added a new person to the band, then the ability, like the the way that the songs got developed, uh, changed, and so we moved away from the 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 old model to this newer model where it's um, more dependent on feedback, with people feeling comfortable with what they're playing, and that ultimately pushed the songs to be better than they were on the first album and also um uh more collaborative yeah collaborative but as seen through like self-reflection in the song you can hear Nestor's like you can hear what Nestor does and then understand why he does what he does listening to the song it's cohesive Mm -hmm. there are there are you know, I on the first album I wrote all the lyrics. On the second album I didn't. There were there were things that were thrown back. Like I I need to we need to sing about this differently, or let me put you know let me sing about how this experience differently, and it made the song better. It um, sounds like you're kind of saying that um, the situation where the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, think that up. That's that's not original. You're not gonna coin that seriously. That's pretty good, man. If that that was yours, I did write four score and seven years ago. I don't. I would also say dynamics too. There's just a lot more dynamics around. Yeah, because we we do have loud and quiet just happening a lot. Yeah. yeah. Vocally, instrumentally. Yeah, that song goes all there's over the place. It was like a year ago that you sent it to us, I think. It was like last summer. Yeah. And I remember just hearing it for the first time and it was like, am I close enough? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, wow. It's like a totally different direction. And I was it like, was, this and you is wrote, you were like, You were like, we're, <laughs> write more songs like this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's do more stuff like this. Oh, because yeah. it was that and Tide at the same time. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's... it. <sighs> There is a like a fresh perspective that comes from realizing that the means at your disposal, as a just as a writer, I'm not a proficient musician. These guys are proficient musicians at what they do. I have the ideas, but that's nothing without the ability to translate that and then morph it into something that makes it a four-person unit as opposed to one guy on a laptop you know that I can only play guitar for like 15-20 minutes at a time mm. before my fingers get all numb mm. and that's been forever for mm. 30 years now so that's not changing so this is this is my uh, 
shortcut through that. I didn't yeah. want to stop performing, but you know, playing even Green Day songs like Mud, uh-huh. you can't do those three chords, man. You can't, you know. What do you play on stage uh, live? I play guitar and uh, trigger samples uh-huh. and play piano. You just kind of limit your guitar playing. I let, yeah, we can't do more than two at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if I if I too much pressure, it's Ray Nods. I don't know if that matters, but mm-hmm. yeah. Genetic. My grandma gave it to me. Oh, <laughs> granny. You also play a heavy baritone string. Right. Yeah. Guitar, oh, we are tuned low help, too. Mm-hmm. I'm tuned low. All the songs are written in C sharp, mm-hmm. uh, standard tuning. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they were all actually in the same key. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, if you play a regular guitar, this regular guy's got a and he... They kind yeah. of are. Okay, kind of are. It's yeah. three half... <laughs> it's more... Can you wait? It's more relative to vocal range. Yeah, I get that. It, it, doesn't, really, it yeah. doesn't really matter, because Robbie doesn't know what key it is anyway. That's true. No, I'm notoriously... <laughs> I'm we are we are notoriously. It's up to music. Joe and I to figure out what song, what key the songs are right. in, and what yeah. he's playing, what chords he's playing. That's true. He's playing a different tuned guitar, and uh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I don't it know just, what I'm playing. It's what I did, and I don't know. You I told a guy out. once that sober was in three four, the Tool song sober, mm-hmm. kind of yeah, drunken, yeah. leaned back at him and said, <laughs> "It's in three four. And then in, at the end of the song, he nailed it. By the way, and at the end of the song, he's like. Get off my stage, you piece of shit. That was 4-4, four, four, <laughs> halftime. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Get off half my stage. Halftime's 2-2. Two, two. It's like, that. he doesn't know what he's talking well, about. Well, no, halftime, as in, like, versus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so halftime. But still, it was, it was, yeah, I'm learning more because I play with people that know chord mm-hmm. progressions, and A Nestor's been really great about, uh, well, no, hold on now. Nestor had <laughs> Soul Saturn 6 before this. You should go out and check it out on iTunes and Spotify. And you don't have to. It's not no. <laughs> and and he plays brilliant like neo jazz mm-hmm. kind of sardonic almost. I was writing it down. Oh good. Yeah, you should. Soul Saturn Six. They're great. Oh, I'm not writing that. Oh no, you're not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Okay, okay. We could have totally oh, yeah. played that through. Yeah. <laughs> never an issue. But uh, that reminded, that made me think of something. So it was inspirational. I, <laughs> Steph and I have been playing for a while and I were like, we need we need live guitar. And then I had already purchased Soul Saturn Six because I, I knew Nestor okay, for eight years Fine. or so. Yeah, you should totally put that down. The song "Humankind" is one of two ghost stories on the new album, entitled "Humankind," and "Humankind" is the first of ours, but surely not the last, to be uh, our own rock opera. That's a wrong. That's probably the wrong term for Operetta. it. Operetta. No, I think that's correct. Yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's a concept movements. in three parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it carries through linearly, linearly, the death of a piece of shit who treated other people like a piece of shit, mm-hmm. into the acceptance that his family has decided that it's probably worth it to be better people than to be pieces of shit themselves. That's a very broad <laughs> description. You want me to do it in a PG thirteen? And it's a way? sonic. And it's no, a no, sonic it's journey. Yes. That. It is literally. You guys a, haven't been holding back on cursing because you thought it was. A, kind of. We're, yeah. we're, we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're sailors, Usually man. Swear a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can curse. yeah, that's all right. I've okay. never said a bad word in my life. Kaka. See? Crap. Get it out. Um, yeah, it's 11 minutes long. It's 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 a long it's a longer song. It is a longer song. Oh, I but love the song. 
it's it changes so much throughout <laughs> mm. that it like it's really three. It doesn't feel like yeah, it's like three songs put together. It's like it an operetta feel like. almost. It's almost like yeah. an operetta. Yeah. Yeah. Operetta. Okay, good. Here we go. Operetta. Operetta. I moan. It's ecstatic. But it's <laughs> moan. It's ecstatic. <laughs> Write that down. That's the quote of the You're night. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh, I mean, I'm recording man. this. I don't know if you knew I was recording. This. <laughs> yeah, I'm recording all this. Oh, what? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I don't have to write all this down. <laughs> That's why I've only got two note cards of notes. I was trying thing. to point it out, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So the importance of that is. Oh, I wasn't recording. <laughs> we need to start over. <laughs> what? I think the thing that highlights this beyond the fact that it's it's a every new song that we put out is a new direction it's nothing is in the same genre almost I mean everything just is different it sounds like Crave Amico but it's a different kind of thing that we're doing and Humankind presses that envelope and damn near busts it open um, and it's to me it's timely and it's poignant because it's about in a society in order for society to work, you cannot raise the individual beyond what um, is actually capable for the individual. So the notion that many millions of Americans are walking around in middle to lower middle class thinking that they are simply, you know, temporarily inconvenienced millionaires that just don't happen yes. to have money at this yes. moment. It's a corruption of the American dream. Right. The American dream is supposed to be well, that your, is... life will, your children's life will be a little better than yours. Right. Not that everybody can be a millionaire if they just work. Enough. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so we're seeing what now we're seeing like we, we are, we <laughs> n- not not Joseph, but Nestor and I maybe, and maybe Steph, I don't know if you ever played sports, but like we're the first generation. Softball. Did you ever get? I was really your, bad at it. I don't so want to say your right. generation. I don't want to go there. But what am I, I saying? Sort of Did, Are we gonna play right I sort of played. Did you ever play sports? Did you participation soccer? trophies? Hell no. Okay, right. So somewhere in my generation, I'm not speaking for everybody at the Gen table, X, baby. But somebody in my generation, at nine, ten, eleven years old, <laughs> We're got older millennials. We got though. the first. We got the first participation trophies, mm. right? And I remember looking at mine, being like, "Dude, we placed seventh out of eight teams. Why the hell do I have?" You know, I, the pizza's fine. Why do I need this damn trophy? Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything, you know? What we're dealing with now is that 30 years on. That's what happened. This is what, what we're seeing now. This uh, It's not rugged individualism. Mm-hmm. It's me at the cost of everybody. Right. Well, those are two different things. And I think humankind kind of encapsulates that. Because you can wrap your intentions in religion. You can wrap your intentions in nobility. But your actions speak words that your voice will never carry. Mm-hmm. And so seeing the, the, the character in the song uh, being the kind of person that he is and at the end of the song realizing that not, you know, not only am I happy that my family turned out okay, but I'm really glad that they didn't make the same decisions that I made. That to me is if we don't turn that corner as a collective heightened intelligence at some point we're fucked and that's with a capital F we are fucked there's no way to come back from the concept that your neighbor doesn't matter there's no way to come back from that and we see we saw that happen uh, 
Well, I'm not going to get political. January but we, 6th. We've seen that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw it play out. And uh, and I think this this song just manages to capture one single voice inside that chorus. You know, we, we saw it happen to all year last year. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when, when oh, that was yeah. written. I mean, it, yeah, it was going on everywhere. That's how the song got written. Nobody wins the war, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, big thanks to Crave Amico for being on the podcast. That was a lot of fun. I do want to clarify that uh, they've had some lineup changes since this podcast was recorded so you might hear a voice or two in there that's no longer with the band um but uh i felt like i should include it just because for the continuity uh, so you didn't just hear a blank space nobody talking and then people responding to that uh, it's a decision i stand by uh find them at craveamico.com again uh be looking out for that new album that's coming out soon should be really really great also, um, they play live all the time, so uh, follow them on social media so you see when they're playing live. Also, to see clips, they've got a lot of uh, live clips from their past shows. The closing song this week comes from Kelsey Montanez. Kelsey has been described as one of Chicago's best-kept secrets, and she has been recognized as one of 15 artists to watch in Chicago. She has played the House of Blues and South by Southwest, in addition to lots of other places. You can find her by searching Kelsey Montanez on Facebook or Instagram or on Spotify or any of the streaming services and, of course, DistroKid. Or, of course, you can check the links in the show notes. Here's Kelsey Montanez. Have a good week.
Dude, if you hear your surgeon go, whoops, there's already a problem. <laughs>